What's going on, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the Man Cave Podcast, brought to you by High V and Toyson Ford. Dan Casper here with you, as always, for every single episode of this podcast, the Man Cave Podcast. On this episode, it's we're going to talk some football. Um, I want to talk a little Jordan Love here and why I believe this upcoming month of December is a critical, a huge, a very, very important month of December for for Jordan Love and, and obviously the, uh, uh, the 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 Packers too. So, but before that, first things first with Week Twelve officially in the books now. Now that we are on to week 13 of this NFL season, I want to kind of do a little update on on where my, I guess, my own power rankings are right now. And I know power rankings, I'm not the biggest fan of reading power. I mean, they're, they're everybody's opinion on it, right? So, but I, I kind of do my top five and then I'll do my bottom five. So I, I'm not going to go one through 32. I think in the past I've done top 10, then bottom 10. I'm just going to keep it straight up. I'm going to minimize it here a little bit and go with the top five and uh, in a bottom five here. So I'll start my, I think right now, the best team in the league is the Baltimore Ravens. I think, you know, defensively, they're, they're solid. Offensively, you know, they got a lot of weapons out there. I know they're 9-3 and three and, and you got the Eagles sitting there at 10-1. and one. But I really believe if, if Baltimore and Philly played this week, I would pick Baltimore to win. I just think Baltimore is a little bit more of a, of a complete team. You know, Philly's defensively maybe not uh, as strong as we thought. I know Philly fans were, were kind of frustrated with their offense too. So, um, you know, Philly's good. Philly's actually my number two team. But right now, the, the deciding factor for me was if these two teams face each other, I would pick Baltimore. So right now I've got Baltimore as my number one team. As I mentioned, Philly is number two. you, you got to give them a lot of credit looking at who they played, you know, especially in the last couple weeks, few weeks here, right? Uh, Bills defeating them in overtime this past week. Chiefs 21-17. Commanders, then, you know, a couple games before that, beating the Dolphins across uh, – or beating the Dolphins 31-17. to so, got to give them a lot of credit. Big game coming up against the 49ers. Uh, they're going to be going three straight weeks here against potential playoff opponents. Cowboys, uh, well, 49ers, Cowboys, and then Seahawks. So, still going to continue to get tested here. And you got to give Philly a lot of credit for, for that, too, because they are winning games against really good teams. Uh, I'm going to go number three here. It's tough, but I'll go Kansas City. Their offense isn't what we expected or what we would think from a from a typical Kansas City offense when you got Patrick Mahomes and and Travis Kelsey over there. It's been their defense has been really good this year. So I I'm giving Kansas the slight edge over the 49ers right now. But uh Kansas is going to be number 3, 49ers to me is going to be number 4. And then at number 5, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. I'm going to go with the Dolphins as my fifth best team here. I'm still bullish on the Dolphins. Uh, I know they got a big loss with Hollins with that injury there, but uh, I I like Miami a lot. I really do, and maybe I like them more than, than a lot of other people, but I'm going to pick them as my number five. So now the bottom five. Let's, let's kind of work five through one. 
you know, one being the absolute worst team in the in the league right now. Um, so, actually, let's yeah, let's do one through five. Otherwise, I'm going to get way too confused. That's that's too much thinking right there. The worst team in the league right now is Carolina. Uh, Carolina Panthers, number one. They just fired their head coach, Frank Reich. Uh, they don't have a first-round draft pick. They don't have a lot of picks. They invested a lot to trade up to get Bryce Young. Uh, it's a mess. David Tepper, the owner, questions about maybe does anybody want to work for him? Uh, so Carolina, worst number one, or the bottom last, 32. How about that? 32. Uh, 31, right after that, I'm going New England. I mean, it's a mess in New England right now. Who's their starting quarterback? Uh, I don't think they have their starting quarterback anymore. But uh, for the rest of the season, is it going to be Mac? Is it going to be Bailey? You know, I mean, defensively, they're pretty solid over there. But it is a mess on the offensive side, a team that, you know, brought back Bill O'Brien and such. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Josh McDaniels comes back, you know, next year or something like that. But New England is just a it's, – it's a mess. It's a joke. And you kind of have to feel bad because Bill Belichick's over there. And, you know, you're looking for can he climb the rankings of the most wins of all time by a coach. And it's it's trending downward right now. And a lot of questions about whether he's going to be the coach next year or not. Maybe somewhere else. Who knows? But it's bad in New England. I'm going with them at 31. 31. 30, I'm going to go with the Arizona Cardinals right now. Uh, they started off the season really well. Was was kind of a, uh, you know, surprise in the first couple weeks making a lot of these games competitive in a lot of these games so i'm going to give arizona but as of late arizona has been pretty bad i don't know what their plans are going to be for for their quarterback are they going to draft a quarterback are they going to stick it or stick with uh, stick it with kyler murray stick with kyler murray or not but right now it's pretty bad i'm going to go arizona at uh, at 30 so 29 i'm going with the jets uh i just think that's a mess over there too with their quarterback situation, and now you're benching Alan Lazard. You're not even making him active on game days, and you spent him spent a boatload of cash over there for him. It's a completely different team when Aaron Rodgers is on the field, but, man, when you put all your eggs in one basket for one player and that player gets hurt or something like that, and you know even for coaches and other players, it comes tumbling down hard. And right now the Jets, they're treading water. They're, they're treading water. It's pretty bad. And then finally... Do I go New York Giants or the Bears? Nah, I'll go Commanders. I'm going to go with the Commanders as the fifth worst team for me because right now, again, they're firing some coaches. Jack Del Rio, defensive coordinator, being let go. It sure looks like Ron Rivera, this is going to be it for him. Um, so I, I got to go with the, with the Washington Commanders uh, in that spot there. So that's my top five. That's my bottom five. All right, let's take a quick break. And I want to tell you why I think the month of December is a big month for Jordan Love after these quick words. Prepare for the holidays with your local holiday headquarters, Hy-Vee in Eau Claire. Whether you're looking to prepare for a big holiday feast or looking to grab some party platters, Hy-Vee in Eau Claire has everything you need to make your holiday get-togethers extra special this year. And remember, Hy-Vee in Eau Claire is your headquarters for all of your catering needs for those work Christmas parties. From a wide selection in their meat department, bakery goods as far as the eye can see, and a massive wine and spirits department, Hy-Vee has something for everyone. Plus, get some Christmas shopping done with their new toy aisles and sports shop. Get ready for the holidays with Hy-Vee. 
Winter is here in the Chippewa Valley, which means it's even more important to make sure you have a good vehicle to hit the winter roads of Wisconsin. Need that vehicle for this winter season? Look no further than Toys and Ford in Chippewa Falls. Whether it's a car, truck, or SUV from their new or used inventory, Toys and Ford has the vehicle you're looking for. Making sure you have a good, proper working vehicle is incredibly important this winter season, and Toys and Ford knows that. Just give them a visit today at 1000 Chippewa Crossing Boulevard and visit toysandford.com. By now, a lot of you have probably seen the you know numbers or the the nuggets, whatever you want to call it. That that Matt Lafleur, Packers head coach, is fifteen and zero undefeated in the month of September, which is a great number. It's a great stat. Um, you know, definitely helps to have Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to take anything away from from, from Matty Lafleur. There definitely helps uh, when when you have a guy like Aaron Rodgers. Uh, on your team to, to kind of help that uh, to, to win that that amount of games there, but that streak is definitely going to be tested coming up this Sunday uh, against the Kansas City Chiefs for the Packers. But while we look at Matt Lafleur's record in the month of December, which again it's a great number because you're winning meaningful games, games in December, you're you're winning games that you have to be winning to either get into the playoffs or have a chance to get to playoffs or make that playoff push, playing your best football at the right time. So while you know a lot of people are focusing on that for Matt LaFleur, I want to look at it from Jordan Love's perspective here. And and this is why I feel like this is a big opportunity for for Love this upcoming month in December to really solidify when the job is the long-term starter. I think he's got it, but to really solidify it, continue to play well because he had a good November 3 and 1. 103 quarterback rating, got better with the completion percentage. So continuing to stack success, continue to build off a successful month in November, and all, and obviously, too, to help lead your team to a postseason spot because Green Bay is in the A seed right now with that 5-6 and six record. They hold the tiebreaker over the Rams and the Saints. Minnesota with that loss, they're 6-6. Six and six. So, I mean, Green Bay's in this thing. And you look at the upcoming schedule, maybe outside of Kansas City, you're looking at that and be like, Hey, hey, Green Bay's Green Bay got a shot at this. They, they definitely do. But there's another reason too why I think this is an incredibly important big month. And I don't want to over dramatize it by by any means. And I don't want to say like this month is going to be the tell all of his entire career and, and and that. But I think it's an important part too because in my belief, in, in my personal belief. Okay, to be a successful quarterback in Green Bay, you have to be successful in the month of December. You have to be successful in winning meaningful games, getting to a position where you're playing meaningful games in December, playing in the environment, the cold weather of Lambeau Field, right? I know the Lambeau Field home field advantage has kind of lost its luster and it really isn't a thing anymore in my opinion but I think to to be a, and, and you know you've got to factor in the elements the cold the wind and all that too but I think to be a good quarterback in Green Bay but also in in the league you have to be a good December quarterback because you want to be playing your best heading into the postseason you want to be able to be in a position to you know get to the postseason by winning your games in December you want to it, it, it's kind of like a pre-playoff type of season when you get to December 
especially if you're a team on the brink or maybe potentially clinching a spot or you're just, you know, you want to play your best getting into that. And when I look at, and I look this up, the two quarterbacks in Green Bay before Rodgers, two full-time starters, Favre and Rodgers, before before Love there, excuse me, uh, but the two quarterbacks, two starting quarterbacks, two full-time starting quarterbacks before before Love was, was Favre and Rodgers, they were really good in December. Okay, Favre during his Packers tenure was 49-18. and 18. That's a 731 winning percentage. Rodgers was 45 and 17, a 726 winning percentage. Guys that were really good, quarterbacks that were really good in the month of December. Okay. Jordan Love needs to be that too. Now, I'm not saying he needs to be a Hall of Famer, Pearl Football Hall of Famer, or anything like that. But I think for a lot of different reasons leading into as we approach flip of the calendar going into December here. He's got a shot to lead his team to the postseason. He can do that with a good December. You're in Green Bay. You, you play in the elements. You have to be able to play in the elements. He's got to showcase that. He's coming off of a good November. Show that you can stack success. Show that November wasn't a fluke by any means. This, to me, is a big month for, for him. And, and you're in a position now as a young quarterback to to be playing these meaningful games. This is this is kind of like as as I mentioned just a little bit ago, pre-playoffs. Pre this is the pre-playoffs. This is kind of like playoff football right now for the Packers. Because they got to win a bunch of these games to get in. Win and get in, right? They had a good November. The blip uh, against Pittsburgh and they still had a shot there. Stack that success. Continue to grow. We're all excited. I think about, or at least I would would hope that a lot of Packers fans are from what we've seen recently from from Love and from some of these younger players and playmakers and seeing this growth and growth amongst the coaching staff. I I, I firmly believe Matt Lafleur is also growing with these young guys as well. And I know there's a lot of people right now asking, okay, what do you, what do we want to see next from from Jordan Love? And for me, what I want to see next now is how's he playing December? He's got five opportunities, five games in the month of December. He's got five opportunities to really put his team in a position to potentially go to the playoffs. Now, I don't want to put everything on his shoulders because it's going to take more than just Jordan Love. But we hyper-focus so much on the quarterbacks and in that quarterback position. It is the most important position in all of sports. And if he plays well, there's a really good shot that this entire team is going to play well. So it starts with Kansas City. You've got the Giants. You've got Tampa Bay. You've got Carolina. And you've got Minnesota. That, that's, a, that's a schedule that is doable for, for, for Jordan Love. Winnable for, for Jordan Love. Some may say four wins. Maybe three. You know, if we put the line... Two and a half or three. Maybe put the line at three and a half. Yeah, probably three and a half. You know, I keep going back to that Minnesota game. I'm not quite sure. Kansas City, I don't think they beat. Giants, yes, I think they can. Tampa, yes, at home. Carolina, yes. That's three right there. Might be a really big one coming up on Christmas or uh, New Year's Eve on December 31st. So I don't want to 
put too much into one month. This this month isn't going to decide Jordan Love's future or his career by any means. It's not. But Jordan Love has an opportunity to really kind of start to build a legacy, start to build his career, I think, with a really good month of December. Putting together consecutive months of really good football, leading his team to the postseason, showing that he can win meaningful games, winning in December. Winning in December is so critical. Really critical for Packers quarterbacks because of the elements. Really critical for really critical for quarterbacks altogether because of the timing of the season. I can't wait to see what he does, and I can't wait to see if this rest of this team rises to this challenge because it is kind of like a pre-playoffs right now. It's, it's exciting, and if you're a Packers fan, we're approaching December still talking about meaningful games. Meaningful games. If we would have asked that in October, we would probably would have chuckled. Yeah, meh. If, if you mean meaningful games by better draft picks. No, we're talking a potential playoff spot. They may get waxed, dominating the first round, but I think it's going to be tremendous in, in the growth of these youngsters if they can get to that postseason and experience this run right now. I really believe that. That's going to do it for this episode. A little bit of a quicker episode uh, of the Man Cave Podcast because I'm working on some stuff for for the podcast. I'm working on some stuff. But I'm always open, too, by the way, for any thoughts, ideas, suggestions, segment ideas, all that stuff, all that fun stuff, too. I'm always open for that. So hit me up on X slash Twitter at D-A-N-K-A-S-P-E-R, Facebook.com slash Casper Sports. But I'm working on another uh you know me, I'm, I'm a big history buff. I'm debating whether to create a separate podcast for, for the history one or just include it in the, uh, in the Man Cave one here too. So, But, uh, hey, that's going to do it for, for this episode of the Man Cave podcast. Again, be a friend, tell a friend about the podcast, share it on your social media social media pages, excuse me. Give us a five-star rating and a positive review so others can find the podcast. Until next time, I'm Dan Casper, and I will talk to you on the next episode of the Man Cave podcast.